0: You're listening to Boy White Podcast.
1: On this episode, we meet Joel Brockwell, vocalist for Switch Track Alley. I asked Joel to meet me at West Grand Avenue Pub. West Grand Avenue Pub. Heard of it before? Nope, just Grand Avenue Pub. West Grand Avenue Pub does not exist. Luckily, we both found the right location. In this episode, Joel and I discuss his son producer and musician Colin Brockwell. We also talk about Hamilton Loomis, James Carratt. We hear some of Joel's personal history with music, and I asked him about playing local venues. All sorts of musical legends from Beloit are mentioned in this episode, and it sounds like you can catch them at the Grand Avenue Pub quite often. Speaking of upcoming gigs, you can catch Joel and Switch Track Alley Saturday, February 24th, 9 p.m. at Grand Avenue Pub in downtown Beloit. Also February 3rd, 8 p.m. at Thirsty Badger in Beloit. Alright, here's our interview with Joel Brockwell. Hope you enjoy.
0: Just so you know, we are the Switch Track Alley band.
1: I don't know him personally. I just left
0: him right now. He's working at Plant Fitness right now. I have like
1: two of his tracks that I try to share on our uh, radio Which station. you know what they are? Wave
0: and Other Side. My Other Side? My Other Side. The Waves is not his, so He just redid that one. In fact, I took him his mail. But I just took his mail at my house. And he got something from ASCAP. He's distributed ASCAP now. So everything on iTunes and that, whatever, he gets money from all that. The 14th when we did that show here with Hamilton Lewis. It was amazing, man. The other thing that's happening is is, uh, he's coming back in April. He's doing a a harmonica clinic at Voight Music in Janesville for two days. He's doing two in Wisconsin, one by LaCrosse and one down here. Then I'm helping promote it and everything, because he's going to stay at my house whenever he comes back. So, he's he's struck up a pretty good friendship and all that. So, he's from Texas. Okay. Mm But man, if you never listen to his music. You need to. So he's a guy that and he's 42 years old, and when he was a kid, and he was from Texas, and his mom take, took him to see Bo Diddley, and he had a guitar. They wanted Bo Diddley to sign, so when they had the intermission, the guy took it, went backstage there to get it signed, and wanted him to play for him. So he did. So he played, and then whenever the show started again, called him up to play with him. when He was 16 years old. You know. He's amazing, and I uh, saw him in Rockford. Last June it was. And I told him, I said, you know, my band does a couple of your songs because we did. You know? He told me, he said, which one? So I told him, and when they started playing, and made me come up to sing all that. Yeah. It went really well. So he said, yeah. why don't we do a show together? So six months later we did, you know? That's pretty and sweet. It was really successful. You know? So it's coming back again in, in the summertime. It's got a lot going on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm I James see. I see. Project, which we're doing a re- uh, CD release party here the 24th of March. And also, they're going to debut the video of, of my song on that night, too. So.
1: What's the name of the track on that one? Jackson Street Pub. Everybody's on that project. And there's a lot of local musicians. Yeah,
0: that's what it's all about. There's two musicians from Nashville that are on it, but everybody else is pretty much local or used to live here. Like, there's a couple that live in Kentucky that are on it that you know, moved from here to It's pretty amazing, man. I mean, it's being played on like 580,000 locations around the world. Oh. And now we're. We already started on volume two already, too. Sounds legendary. Um, Uh, It is, it's something nobody's ever done. And now he's been asked to help someone else produce a local album or a local record, too, so that just happened this week. I'll tell you something that you could push, if you wanted to, first time it's ever gonna happen, and that's on March 25th, Sunday. It's gonna be a singer-songwriter performance here. Uh, something that like Matt Goodwin put together. So it's going to be Matt Goodwin, Kim Dot, who's one of the owner's wife here, and he sings in right. the final days. And, uh, I mean, Teresa Sweatland, and me.
1: We're
0: going to be here uh, on Sunday afternoon. We're going to do all original songs. That's something that's brand new. No one's ever done that in town before that we know of. So it's been done in other places, but not in town here. So, so it's going to be the first time with Matt's idea. So that's what we're doing.
1: Matt's uh, the guy who keeps calling me down here.
0: Yeah, him and I are a real good friends, Matt. You know, he does a thing on Thursday nights normally with Glenn, but uh, Big Mac that's here on Tuesday nights, called Guide to the Misfit, him and Matt go way back and play to bands forever. I mean. But they do probably 80% original music, and it's really unique. Probably, probably the best kept secret in town. And they hardly ever, you know, it's funny because it's Tuesday night, it starts at 8 o'clock, it's what it is. Tuesday night there's only 14 people here, which is, to me is just <laughs> sick. A ton of people around town here that are really, really yeah. talented. I'll tell you another, uh, I would call it an event. It's on April 7th, which is a Saturday here. Uh, the Blacktop Kings are coming here to play and debut their album. And two guys in that band are from Beloit originally, Jeff Mitchell and Kevin Rand. They're, both those guys uh, are from the town here. They live in Milwaukee, Canada that'll be a huge huge show too so uh, I
1: usually ask people how far back they go with music in the area when when music came into your life and uh, where that (sighs) road crosses with Beloit I
0: think you're going to be surprised the the first band I ever played in was in 1967 because I'm 63 years old so Uh, it's called The Shadows of Doubt Uh, and I lived on the outskirts of Beloit then but, I mean, I've been, I went to fourth grade schools and the whole thing. Um, and I want to say that was, a, that was a rock and roll band back then. To think of what 1967 was like, you know. And I progressed from there. Uh, I actually started doing country music. Played with a group called the Blue Country for a long time. Actually had a, had a radio show in Rockford, WLUVFM on Sundays there for about a year. I mean, I've been doing things my whole life. I mean, I even did a karaoke show for 10 years, you know. it's pretty cool. I did, I still actually have all this stuff at my house. But you know, at one point in time, I was out of a job, and you know, I knew people, and I went to the bank, and the guy I dealt with, and I told him, I said, I need to buy this equipment, because this is what I want to do, and I didn't have a job. And he gave me the money. <laughs> And uh, I, of course, I paid it back. I mean, everything went well. I, actually, I made more money probably doing karaoke music than I did anything, because that was something I did five to seven nights a week. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was real stuff, man. You know. But then, after a certain amount of time, I, I had to get insurance for my kids, you know. So, I gave it up. I went to work for one bread. And, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've been intermittently a songwriter and doing things here and there. And then finally, uh, after I was disabled you know, I got injured and I had to retire. So I actually had time to do it, you know, because I had broken my neck back in 2010. And it took me about five years to come out of that before I could really do any music at all because there was just too much to that, physically, mentally, the whole thing. So when I finally got to that point, a friend of mine that's in my band now, Tom Carlson, We've known each other for about 28 years, and 28 years ago, he said, we should start a band. Well, we never did until two and a half years ago, you know, so.
1: it's pretty amazing.
0: It is, and uh, it's been very successful. I mean, we, uh, I think we found what we've been trying to find the whole time since we started with Switch Track Alley, so it's just been kind of a smooth ride now. I mean, it's just, just, we're just gaining... Because it's fairly new, because we got John Camiller playing keyboards now with us in And uh, we never had that before. So I mean, we got a whole different sound, a whole different style, which we were trying to find in the beginning. You know, we played a lot of classic rock with two guitar players and everything else, and everybody does classic rock. So uh, it's not what we wanted to do. We so, wanted to do more of the rhythm the blues, soulful. of stuff you know that's what i write so So far it's been you know it's been blast
1: uh what's your musical weapon of choice my voice how about that so So that's a a
0: place no i I can play you know and I i do play but. You know, if I had to just go say, I'm going to go play guitar in this band, that would probably never happen, because I can't play that well.
1: But vocals, you, you That's can what I do. Out.
0: That's exactly what I do. I'm the front guy, you know. I always tell everybody I'm the fat guy, bald, fat guy up front. You know? so, <laughs> so, and I've always been real good with people. You know, I was a salesman, you know, for a lot of years, so. Um, I do all the business for the band. I get all the work. Mm-hmm. which makes it easy for the other guys they really like that so I, yeah I, I pretty much know just about everybody that's out here you know, at least in our general area You know, I know a lot of people from Janesville just from being around here forever um, but yeah I, I know a lot of people I know a lot of people from Rockford I've met a lot of people with this James correct thing that, that I never knew that are now we're friends you know so that's a good thing too uh, but you know I do I, I don't say I go out, and I try to support other people because they support me. Right. That's what it's all about. But if we all support each other, we'll all have some place to, to play. If you don't do that, then none of us have a place to play. So that's kind of the whole premise behind it. Just support everybody and get your And hopefully they'll do the same for you. So, and so far it's been pretty good. So. And that's why I think if you look at the boy music scene, as comparison, just for instance, to Janesville. There's no comparison twice so yeah. the size of the city up there, and they have maybe a third, if that, of the music entertainment that we have down there. And they have Capable, they have lots of great musicians that play up there, you know, I mean, that are it just, I just don't understand it. Do
1: you have any places you like playing from Rockford, Janes of Lorbele?
0: Well, we like playing Thirsty Badger, um, just because it's kind of up close and personal. You know, um, people are close to you. Um, you it's kind of a more intimate setting. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal for for a band, but I mean, they've made it work, and uh, and the uh, people support the place really well. So I don't know, but we play there Saturdays. So. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's a it's a good place. Um, We've played a lot of different places. I mean, we played at Mustangs a lot. Um, which they've kind of changed over, doing a lot of DJ stuff down there now, and have, uh, so they have a younger crowd. Which I think the music that we play is more of a, what well, it, mid-range, mid-age crowd, you know, that likes what we like. Actually, going to do a bike night down there this summer, which is outside. So, no, there's a lot of good places. I mean, the tavern has a decent place over there. Daddy does a nice job. It's just you know, each place has their own type of crowd. and some places, we, they just don't, they think we're a good band, but they just don't like, they're not into what we do. you know That's all right, there's to it, that's right. pretty simple there. You know, but there's just a lot of things. Like I said, I like the outdoor venue, the Morph thing that they do, that's nice. Um, we've never played there yet, been trying to get there, but uh, no, there's a lot of good stuff going on. It's just, it's like I said, it's just people supporting it, and then you have to have somebody behind it that's putting it together, that's the whole thing. Man. Yeah.
1: The last question I usually ask everybody is where people can follow you on the web and keep up with you, all your updates, everything.
0: Well, everything's on Facebook, uh, the Switch Track Alley page. Uh, My name, Joel Brockwell, is on there, and I share everything with that. That's pretty much it, you know, and I hit, I uh, I actually was on uh, WCLO here a couple weeks before the Hamilton Loomis show and supporting that. And I'm actually going to go back on again, Matt Goodwin and I both are going on. to talk about the singer-songwriter thing that we're doing on uh, March 25th. So we just take advantage of everything we can, you know, and pump the social media out there. Yep. Uh, it's about all you can do, you know, and just do everything you possibly can, to put it out there, and hopefully uh, people show up, you know. It's all there is to it. <laughs>